1025 It's time to talk football It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard The SPFL confirms the postponement of league fixtures in Scotland Amid coronavirus fears, Rangers reject the idea of finishing the season early And Hearts say they'll take legal action if this was to lead to their relegation I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me tonight is Alex Ray and Hugh Keevans A decision on how and when this season ends is now needed more than ever Battle lines are being drawn Legal action is being threatened Self-interest is being displayed for all to see The decision, when it comes, will cause outrage and indignation That is as obvious as it is unavoidable But a decision will need to be made Because the beginning of civil war is underway And it's not a good look While the coronavirus death toll rises Alex we yeah. are going to have to move forward with perspective at all times I feel like laying this out at the beginning of every show and then just letting the rest take care of itself at times like these yeah. there are far 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 more important things than football that goes without saying but at the same time everyone's missing their football everyone needs their football fix so we're going to stay here we're going to try and do it and like I say Maintain some sort of perspective At the same time Yeah without doubt It's unprecedented times Gordon Football has been cancelled As Hugh said uh, I think there'll be big decisions In all walks of life uh, Over the coming days and week It's a continuous moving story It changes on a daily basis And you have to say As at alarming rate You know how quickly This has all crept up on us what, what troubles me Is that we're Being seen To have a domestic squabble On many fronts while a global tragedy is unfolding If you want to end the season now Take that decision If you want to declare a club champions Or relegated Or promoted Take that decision now Because we are beginning to make ourselves look embarrassing At the same time though Is there any need to dive in on anything For instance UEFA meet tomorrow So that could change things drastically We don't even know If we could possibly Replay it at a later date But let's assume That this thing somehow Clears up And We can play it later What we would need though Is UEFA to create that space In the uh-huh. summer Or move things back So You want urgency Might I politely suggest That actually patience Is what we need Well I Spent Like yourself Part of the afternoon Listening to the Prime Minister Speak today Uh, It is my personal opinion that there is no chance at all when he is calling for an end to social contact, there is no chance at all of the remainder of this football season being played. Mm. That being the case, then tell us how it ends. Tell us if it is declared null and void or tell us if you have come up with a solution which creates champions Clubs who are relegated And clubs who are promoted 0141-951-1025 On the phones At Clyde SSB On Twitter Let's be open and honest No one knows what life is going to look like In the coming weeks and months So we certainly don't know What Clyde One Super Scoreboard Is going to look like We don't have a lot of football to talk about But we want to stay here We want to keep you company uh, So let's all do it together We might have a bit of fun along the way We might talk 
even more nonsense than usual If that's oh, possible yourself. And uh, we, we might do things a little bit differently But that's to be expected Unprecedented times as the guys say So hopefully we can get through this together 01419511025 And at Clyde SSB on Twitter Let's And I think what will probably happen Hugh Going forward we don't have any football Like we say But at the beginning of every show We'll try our best to sort of Update you on On where we're at On, yeah. on where things stand So um, The official football line In Scotland at the moment If you like Came by way Of a joint response group update From the Scottish FA And the SPFL this afternoon I clearly won't read it all I'll try and skim through the important parts It says that the SPFL board has today postponed the playing of Ladbrokes League fixtures pending any government order and or further direction from the Scottish FA. The Turnocks carry away for cup final scheduled for 28th of March, also postponed on the same basis. Now, a UEFA conference call will take place tomorrow, Tuesday the 17th of March. A decision will be made on the William Hill Scottish Cup semi-finals and UEFA Nations League playoff against Israel will be made by the Scottish FA board after that conference call So we're going to take a little bit of direction Or, or, or at least wait and, and see what UEFA's verdict on this is tomorrow Yeah uh, Obviously A window of opportunity could be created by Moving Euro 2020 to 2021 However Again One man's opinion I do not see on a domestic level There being any chance Of any football Being played here before August or September And Alex The bit that is Of most interest Clearly to football fans who, and, and everyone is Obviously going to turn this Into a, ba- a d- debate I should say The line from The SPFL And the Scottish FA's Joint response board At the moment The preference remains The season 2019-20 yeah. Will be played To completion However, Scottish football has been suspended until further notice and will continue to discuss developments regarding the virus on a daily basis. So no one, absolutely no one, is pretending that the preference is not to play the season to completion. That is what everyone wants. The questions will arise if and when we get to a situation where that's not possible. Yeah, and I think you have to exhaust every option, Gordon, and I think we'll get more information tomorrow with uh, the 55 Teams uh, that represented um, So For me it's, a, it's important to Take that information in Then try and look at the, ev- the evidence If you can then factor in Somewhere down the line that you can get these remaining Eight and nine games play Gordon uh, because, And I mean across the board because For me uh, that would be the Ideal situation I think everybody would get there But as Hugh has touched upon I think this could even go As far as, as, as Hugh said it could may even Go further uh, but they may well get a, 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 a cure You know Sooner than they think I know it's a wee bit Optimistic yeah, I, think that, I think that stuff looks unlikely And we'll probably leave that To everyone else We'll sure. we look at the, the football implications At the moment And do our best Like I say It's different times It's going to be different times for us So let's see what the future holds George is in Milton First up Hi George How are you doing my friend Good evening all I just read Hugh's opening speech This, this evening There's only be two clubs In my opinion Be angry guys and that would be Rangers and Hearts. Uh, but again, everybody knows, and you really need to be silly to think that the league isn't already over. I know mathematically, okay, guys can argue, argue all, all day long about this situation. But let's be honest about it, since, uh, since the return of the January transfer window, <laughs> it's been all downhill, a downward slope for Rangers, 
and many other clubs out there. The Celtics continue to pay on the pressure and go clear. Yes, but this oh, this, this requires boy, George George. Oh, this requires. Oh, that's why I'm saying George. If you just null and void is an option. Null and void is not an option if you're Celtic. That's why I'm saying let's end this now and let's have hard and fast decisions taken because we're going over the same old ground and I fully understand why Celtic supporters and Neil Lennon and Peter Lawwell have their particular case and I fully understand why Rangers have come out today and stated their case that it ain't over till it's over, basically. And I fully understand why Anne Budge has said that she would contemplate legal action if hearts are relegated when it is arithmetically possible for them to stay up. I understand everyone's point of view. Now I want someone to declare what is happening. George, the only thing worth bearing in mind, you, you might be right with regards to the top flight. I'm sure there will be some other yeah, people. Other divisions. Um, what about the other divisions, George? What about Partick Thistle? Partick Thistle are two points. Yep. Off Queen of the South And they've got a game in hand They've actually got a game in hand That if they were to win it They would move clear And they wouldn't be relegated Falkirk have spent a lot of money Trying to get out of League One They are one point behind Wraith Rovers I know the Premiership takes A lot of the attention Understandably so But surely it has to be something That's consistent George Along all divisions And for you to say That only two teams would be annoyed Clearly there's more than that yeah, two teams in the top division would be clearly annoyed, I think, you know, regarding that issue. Maybe three, because whoever finishes second bottom, because they've got to have a playoff to find out who is coming up also. The second team coming up from the, the championship. But when do you play the playoff then, George? Yeah, there'll be a, be a playoff. But guys, there'll be resolution somewhere along the lines. But to, for all everybody to shout out there about null and void is an absolute nonsense. The implosions that they actually... The financial implications would be absolutely astronomical and a can of worms would be opened that even the SPFL would, and the SFA would I, not I be I agree with you. Like. On that particular point, I agree with you. And we all know the financial implications where broadcasters are concerned, where season ticket holders are concerned, so on and so forth. That's why I am saying there must be clarity. Even if you don't like the clarity... Mm-hmm then it has to come along because we are now getting ourselves mired in one domestic squabble after another. And football is going to have to sort out Scottish football in the midst of a growing coronavirus crisis. The only thing is we, we don't have that clarity at the moment and you've made your calls for it quite clearly, but we don't have them. So so that's kind of where we are. We're going to have to try and deal with the hypotheticals of the ifs and the buts at the moment. And there has been a statement from Rangers today as well. Uh, they say they're continuing to monitor the ongoing situation. Um, Stuart Robertson put his name to the statement, reiterate Stephen Gerrard's comments that football is secondary to health and well-being. Um, it does go on though to say that it is our firm view that this season's league competition is only complete when all 38 games are played by all teams For the avoidance of doubt We believe Final standings Can only be confirmed When all games Have been completed Not before Any attempt To finish the season With a significant amount Of games still to play Impacts upon The integrity Of sport in Scotland They're also opposed To playing games Behind closed doors Hugh what do you make Of that statement uh, It's got It's basis in, in common sense And The fact that While there is An arithmetical Possibility that Rangers could overhaul Celtic 
Rangers are saying Well we are entitled To that arithmetical possibility The problem being For me It seems impossible That the remainder of the league season Can be played On a day when The Prime Minister tells the people of this country To avoid social contact To avoid going to theatres And to public houses And what have you This is an escalating crisis I do not believe that football can be on the agenda in the foreseeable future. Therefore, to end the squabbling, although you will not, you cannot please all of the people, to end the squabbling, somebody in authority is going to have to take yep. the hard decisions. Yeah, I think you have to wait. For me, I'm, uh, I think the decision has to come, but not... Uh, Overnight I think you have to wait here Gordon I think you have to wait And try and weigh up Try and get the medical advice See exactly when the peak is The estimated time Where the Potentially could come to an end And then you can make decisions there To make it now Not knowing Where we're going Is premature for me What about the The, the very basic argument If there is such a thing We strip it down Let's assume we can't play football anymore um, This season will not yep. be finished I think lots of fans in this part of the world know the way yeah. this works. They might know your answer sure. already. Do you give the title to Celtic or do you not? Yeah, I said that. I put a thing on Twitter the other day, a little kind of tongue in cheek saying if a horse race is not finished, then you, you can't get the title. And uh, so I am in that camp. I don't think you can actually give it. I, 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 take, I have sympathy for everyone. You know, Dundee United, I have sympathy for Celtic in terms of they are clear favourites. They look as if they're going to win it. But until the actual competition is completed, it's like saying give them give them the potential. We would all sit here and say mm. Celtic are massive favourites to win the Scottish Cup. Do you give them a cup as well? So you know it's for me. I think you have to be uh, trying get it finished. He, he, here, here's the thing, Hugh. Um, I know we I know we will continue to debate it, but is, is there also a a laughable element to all this? Where Celtic think they should be named champions if things are to end, and Rangers don't. Yeah. Talk about stating the obvious. You know how how are we ever? And we'll get on to Hearts in a second And by yeah. the way I completely respect clubs Because that's what they're there for They, they have to look after their employees they, ha they have to make sure The business continues to make money So of course Of course they're going to be involved In the self-interest stakes But realistically are, are we to expect anything else? Is that From, from clubs? Uh, of course not No Scottish football Has always Been driven by self-interest And in the case of Rangers, Celtic and Hearts They will say well why not They're protecting uh, Major institutions uh, I understand Why Anne Budge can threaten legal action Because she's going on The arithmetical possibility That her club would not go down mm. Which is the same Arithmetical possibility That Rangers are talking about today Now as I understand it, Neil Doncaster gets a very, very healthy wage on an annual basis. Uh, he and the people at the SPFL now have to come up with a judgment or at some point in the future will have to come up with a judgment. And it's the toughest call of all because you're either going to upset Rangers or you're going to upset Celtic. So what, what's your view on it? If I was to put you in charge of Scottish football and I've just absolutely ruined everybody's night at the, the thought of it, <laughs> You can't end the season So do you Declare it finished And you give Celtic the title You give Dundee United the title You relegate Hearts Or do you declare it null and void What would your I would not, Personal take be I would not declare it null and void I On a personal basis uh, Would say 
Celtic champions No relegation Dundee United and Calitas Will come up A 14 team league And so on Down through the divisions But then And And, and this is what happened Every solution's got downfall So I'm sure you won't mind me Pointing out the, the obvious yeah. Why why Inverness? Why not the other teams That are involved in the playoffs? And then that happens In every division Why You, you know We've just, just plucked Inverness Well you, you, you're freezing time You are Saying Yeah but the second place team In the championship Has no divine right to come up If the season was to end If we were to freeze time we would, we would play playoffs Between yeah. Inverness and, and the teams that are below them So why, why would Inverness but, come up? But we are looking for A solution to unprecedented times And you're asking me Off the top of your head What would you do? Mm. And I am telling you I'm giving you my opinion Now I am That's why I'm calling on those Who run the game Eventually those who run the game Have to step up to the plate And have to show Which way they run the game Is it problematic also though Just from a and it's very difficult here because we, we keep focusing on, on which teams are involved. Let's just call them Team A and B, you know, to try and take a, a more neutral stance, if you like, because it's a very emotive issue for fans. Why is it okay in your mind for the team that's currently top to be given the title of champions, but it's not okay for the team that's currently bottom to be relegated? Surely the, the same would have to apply. If if you wanted one, do you not have to have the other? Well, you, you, the team are not being relegated. Uh, so they are being allowed to stay in the division But an elongated division Yeah but that's, that's what I'm asking though If it's okay for the team at the top to be given the title Why is it not okay for the team at the bottom to go down What's what's different? Well because you're, you're trying to come up with a solution Which keeps everyone's sanity Okay uh, Let's take a quick breather Get some travel And we're going to speak to Stuart Who's a Rangers fan Some strong words coming up next from Anne Budge You'll want to hear them Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Getting you full compensation is their goal. Talk to Thompson's.com. Duke Evans and Alex Ray here with me, Gordon Duncan, and tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard, trying our best to tackle the impossible questions that face us all, uh, not only in our everyday lives, but in football at the moment as well. We're on Twitter as well as the phones. And Ross says, surely this is a decision that will be made by UEFA with a blanket decision made across all countries. It would, that would be helpful, Hugh. I, I don't know if, if that's what we'll get, but UEFA meet tomorrow. Um, I don't necessarily expect that to be decided tomorrow. Um, no. But, but that, that is another uh, dynamic to, to consider. If, if all countries do the same, you know, if Celtic are going to get it, would Liverpool get it? And so on and so forth. Be interesting to hear Stephen Gerrard's thoughts on that one, of as course. one of the callers mentioned. Yeah, I... I, I... I'm not in favour of UEFA deciding what should happen in Scotland. Uh, I am. You, you must be in favour of some sort of consistency across leagues, no? Uh, well, the, the the situation in Italy, for example, is uh, tragically yeah, true. far worse than it is here. There are nearly two thousand people dead now in Italy. Uh, so circumstances do vary, and uh, I do believe that we in Scotland should take care of Scottish football. With the SFA board The SPFL board The chief executives uh, We have to be grown ups And take our own decisions Does that not leave you open yeah. To some sort of ridicule Alex yeah. Imagine we were the only ones who Declared the season null and void While Liverpool got the title yeah, And, and everyone, everyone else, else yeah. got it or, or vice versa Just spin it whatever way you want If we were to go against Say what England did And yeah. what other countries did Particularly England I always sort of hate that comparison I hate the fact that we always Compare ourselves to To our Wealthier neighbours yeah. But you know On this occasion If our decision Was to be different from theirs That would just 
can, can you see that adding yeah. fuel to the yeah, fire? without a doubt. I think the problem you would have is if everybody was mixed and matched, Gordon, then you would have this. You go, and what about over there? And we get there, and we get all these scenarios for different countries as it happens because at the moment, for me, if you get a blanket across the board, I think that would kind of mail the list. Everybody would know where we stood. Stuart is a Rangers fan from Cope Bridge. Hi, Stuart. Good evening, panel. Are you all okay? Yeah, not bad, Stuart. What's on your mind? Well, I, I could just they they should play it indoors. For instance, the Lato Furon game was supposed to be played at Ibrox. They could play at Ibrox, no crowd. They could have whoever's going to play it, like say, Sky Sports, BT, Premier, and just televise it live. That would reduce the numbers of crowds, no crowds there at all. Start doing it as soon as they can to catch up. All that we need to do is to get the people to be tested to see it before the, the cameramen or whatever behind the scenes to see if everybody's all clear to play it behind doors and if that's what gets all clear they can start by catching up in games and that would might solve the roads until us. The players uh, themselves, yeah. Stuart, the players themselves are against this. We had uh, Fraser Wishart with us in the studio here on Friday. He is the, the head of PFA Scotland and he told us and the, the listeners that the players... Uh, do not want to play behind closed doors Football players are as susceptible to coronavirus as you or I Yeah, I think you have officials also, Hugh And uh, so you have that aspect And uh, if you had one or two players from certain clubs You wouldn't be able to fulfil them fixtures as well The quarantine on the back of being in that environment with different things I think my understanding is most teams Most teams have actually shut down, Gordon And have shut down their training grounds as well So from that aspect, you're not even getting players trained at the moment. Yeah, Stuart, I wonder if you're, and I'm trying not not be offensive here. I just wonder if you're missing the the bigger picture, Stuart, which is about safety and, and and safety of players as well. Now, remember, it's worth bearing in mind, Stuart, that footballers are humans. They can easily get this. Callum Hudson Odoi at Chelsea, unfortunately, has contracted it. So is Mikel Arteta. So what do you do if if players start catching it? You, you can't play games. It doesn't matter whether they're behind closed doors or not. I know, I know, I know your confidence. It's a hard, it's a very, very hard situation the way what's going on in the world now. Yeah. Nobody, it's, it's really sad. I mean, it's whatever's happened. It, hopefully, it'll pass soon. I mean, as I say, my mum's seventy-eight. You know, she's got to self-isolate. So I've got to do like go for there. I'm going to go and sit and place the people up the But it's affecting the whole world. But I would, I, I don't know what the Scottish FA could do of uh, FPL or EFA. It could be even taken out of hands. It could be EFA. Which could probably come here and they could take it out, Scottish hand it. They could mm. just do what they're going to do, maybe cancel it, play at a later date, but that maybe not could happen. But for fingers crossed, it's got to come to a solution somehow, somewhere, and somebody's got to. And I wouldn't like to be that person that's got to say it because it's a big, big decision on Neymar. It's going to be somebody's got to make a big decision. I think, yeah, to, I think tomorrow, sorry, I was just going to say, I think tomorrow obviously is a big day, really. You forget together with the we'll 50, see things yeah, shift significantly tomorrow. 55 member states, Gordon. So they will be there, they will give their opinion, they will bat things about. Whether they actually come up with a, a scenario there and then, Hugh, oh. I'd be really surprised because I have to go away, assess what's actually been said. Uh, may well be the Euros. Uh, you know, and the championship in the summer may well have to perish. You know, the Nations League will most certainly be uh, done and dusted yeah. as well. Gone, Stuart and Cobridge. Thank you very much. You look after yourself, Stuart. Look after your mum as well. Um, the other, I think, Hugh. Whilst there is so much uncertainty, there's not a lot that's off the table at the moment. There, there's that debate about leagues being null and void and, and title winners being already declared and so on. I, I do feel like 
Games behind closed doors though is, is off the table now You've had Fraser yeah. Wishart PFA the, the players don't mm. want to do it Rangers couldn't be clearer today We are strongly opposed To playing games behind closed doors Rangers fans have stuck by our club In the darkest times Their loyalty uh, Will not be forgotten They will not be left behind a- Admirable message from Rangers But it's possibly not even about that It's no, bigger it's, than that It's, it's about people's safety the, the, It's the, not about rewarding the, fans No the game is in lockdown And I suspect Again, personal opinion I suspect the country will be in lockdown shortly uh, And therefore The men who run our game Or indeed if UEFA Are going to have a blanket Decision making process here uh, Will have to concede mm. That football Is not A possibility in the foreseeable future And therefore A decision is going to have to be made About whether There are champions Clubs relegated Clubs promoted Or whether the, the Season is declared Null and void In the immortal words Of Billy Connolly Somebody Do something There is a Great simplicity To all this Because well, You might get the odd person Who's Admirably Interested in the greater good But let's be honest If you're a fan At the top of the table You wouldn't mind The season ending now And being given the title oh. And if you're a fan At the bottom Or a fan who's still Chasing someone else yep. You don't want that Because that's not In your self-interest So I think we're Got to be fairly Open and honest about that But that doesn't mean You're wrong It's perfectly fine uh, To be that way And Ant Budge Has today said mm. That Hearts Would take legal action If the season was to end now And they were to be relegated uh, she would not be impressed with that at all. At all possible to finish the season. That's the easiest, most sensible thing to do. Albeit, again, it means that clubs don't get paid out um, in the normal normal manner. So no, I'd love to be able to finish the season, but if we can't, then I think we have to be pragmatic about it. And if it was a premature ending, as it stands, Hearts would be relegated? Well, it depends on how you read the rules. And I don't read the rules that way. Uh, so I think if... If the season was deemed to be ended, then you have to go back to the rules, and the rules very, very clearly state the competition comprises 38 games. Clearly, we all know we have not played 38 Mm. games. I don't think it's as simple as somebody can say, let's just deem everything, you know, to be as it is, and take it from there. I I don't think that's reasonable. If the decision was made that Hearts would be relegated, would you take legal action? Yes, I would have to, because I fundamentally disagree with it. It would depend on how the whole thing... Because there are so many options, you know, it's difficult for me to sit here and say, well, we would do this or we'd do that. But, yeah, I, I am not um, of a view that it's a reasonable thing to do. Nor can I see who would benefit. How, how does that help anybody? In a litigious age, which this is, I can fully understand why Anne Budge was on to the club lawyer to say, we can't have that. We can't be relegated when there was a, an arithmetical possibility that we could stay up. And, as I've said, I understand Stuart Robertson's statement on Rangers' behalf today that they believe that 38 games and the arithmetical possibilities contained within those 38 games must be played out to a full to determine whether Celtic are the champions or whether they could be caught It's an absolute mess Sorry Hugh I'm just, it's, it's an absolute mess yeah. When you look at the, the sponsorship side of things As well Gordon You look at the ramification For that Not completing the league What is the BT Ladbrokes Then you have season, Fans who put season tickets season, yeah. I was about to say season, Oh you're right mate Season tickets You know Where does that come into play Do you deduct that From the next year's uh, Season tickets Because I'm not sure that clubs Will have that kind of money To give back to To the paying customer At the moment Because cash flow at clubs 
are at a premium And all of this leads me back to the point Somebody yep. is going to have to take a decision here It will not gain universal approval That is impossible mm. Because there are too many different cases of self-interest to be addressed But we'll never get anywhere Unless somebody says this is the call It's not only about Celtic and Hearts though Alex As we Oof. mentioned It's top and bottom Absolutely. Every division They're the obvious ones But see even within that If you are Aberdeen for instance And, and people might say This isn't quite As, as important as, as relegation I would accept that yeah. But Aberdeen Might well think They can catch Motherwell And they can finish third And they can yes. get more prize money And they can get The better spot in Europe There's so many More facets to it Than yeah. just being obsessed With the the, the winner Bottom, really, the winner yeah. of the Scottish Premiership and that's what's going to take all the headlines but we need to remember all the other teams as Abs- well absolutely Gordon uh, you're absolutely right uh, Livingston and Hibs will be looking at European spots as well because they're only a few points uh, off the pace you also have uh, you know St Johnston and Kamarnock a few points off of a top six financially for the eight clubs that would have been brilliant because of the the teams that we're playing against so you have all these permutations and to suggest it's just Celtic, Rangers and Hearts Is absolutely ludicrous Dominic is in Pollock Hi Dominic Hi, Hi guys Not bad Dominic What have you got for us? Uh, I was just wondering The panel's views on The postponement of Euro 2020 I was trying to cancel it together Because it's just been one for two months And two months left of pictures To catch up on uh, Before I'll tell you what uh, Dominic The line is Really really Crackly We can't really make out What you're saying But I think Got the gist of it Hugh was about yep. um, The Euro's been cancelled The, the yeah. Euro's been cancelled I'm, uh, I'm about to Contradict myself here Because <laughs> all, all, all the way along I don't think We need to make Too many predictions Or be too speculative But I'll let you On this occasion Do you think The Euro's will be cancelled They should be Categorically It'd be amazing If it wasn't Wouldn't it, it It's a, a, a a medical impossibility uh, that they can take place. I mean, for me, the whole concept of playing Euro 2020 in a variety of countries was always questionable. Uh, it is now not only questionable, it's impossible. That Airlines uh, yep. are grounding their aircraft. Uh, there's nobody have a look about them. The civil aviation industry has more or less come to a, a halt Travel is being curtailed, if not disallowed, and therefore the concept of playing Euro 2020 is now out the window altogether. Yeah, this is the this is still everyone's ideal scenario, yeah. and, and I don't mean to to trivialise things because it might get a lot worse b- before then. So I, I know that football has its place, and it's not top of the priority list. But if we cancel the Euros, Alex, I think yeah. mo- most people hope. That we can get something yeah. done and, and maybe play it at a later date But how later? Yeah. Then you've got the problem of players' contracts That's yes. what, what Fraser was, was talking to us Let's try and bring Dominic back Dominic, I think we've got you now Yeah, hi, sorry about that guys No, you're fine okay. So you were saying, Dominic, cancel the Euros um, Hugh expects that to happen Then what? Then we've we'll, we'll got two months extra for the fixtures to get filled in So if the, the outbreak is supposedly going to die Die down round about September We can kick off The domestic season again In September Run it to December Give all the lads The four weeks pre-season And then start the 2021 20, season on In January 
Yeah, I mean, th- there is no perfect solution, Dominic. I think a lot of people like that. Here's the sticking point. And we just mentioned that players run out of contract on generally the, the 9th of June. That's right, yeah. So what do you do then? Do you have next season's, sorry, this season's title and this season's relegation settled by by next season's squad? Players. Because, you know, players are... Well, unfortunately, that's just the way contracts work. They expire, so it's up to the clubs either to prolong their contracts or look for new mm. players. That's yeah, just kind what, of what happens every year. But what what kind of season would it be that starts in January and presumably finishes in May? How how many games have we played? Well, we'll try and cram it in. As I said, those two months we'd have two months extra that the Euros wouldn't be played. You wouldn't be able to cram and in a full the, season, Dominic. Yes I'm saying I don't think you'd be able to cram in uh, A full season in five months No I mean be five months But January to July is seven months And the usual season is ten months Minus And that's including international fixtures I don't believe that we should really be playing international fixtures I believe that domestic football And European competitions Are a lot more important For financial reasons Television money and everything else So I believe international football should be scrapped Till we because this is unprecedented times So I believe there has to be Common sense Null and void in the season is really not an option It's not fair for anybody My so understanding believe... is that uh, It has been said within The corridors of power As they are referred to uh, That there is zero Chance of the season being declared Null and void uh, Now that is what's been Said behind the scenes um, Dominic Asks us to basically prepare for six months of non-activity uh, From now until September um, I don't think that the football authorities will, will go for that idea They might have to though I don't think it's about choosing it They may have no, no choice but the, the, the concept of Right, we'll pick up this season in September okay, all right, And got play you. from yeah, yeah. there I don't think football will go for that I think a decision will be taken On whether the season is declared null and void Or whether we go through the scenario of champions being declared, teams being relegated, and teams being promoted. Dominic, thanks a lot for your call. We've got Thomas in Delmarnock. He's a Rangers fan, and he's coming up next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. They play to win every time. Talk to Thompson's.com. Alex Ray and Hugh Keevens here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde mm. One Super Scoreboard all weekend. In fact, what on earth did you do with your with your weekend off? Oh, uh, I was like any other hand-picked husband. I was in the supermarket. Stop it! <laughs> you know what I did, didn't you? Send you a picture. Oh, honestly, he's been down tons and tons of wood. You, yeah, getting chopped and into the fire. <sighs> that self-isolation right there oh, in front lovely. of that fire. I know one thing: I won't go cold. Um, <laughs> everywhere I went, Hugh, I seemed to bump into someone and say. What on earth are you going to talk about yeah. On Super Scoreboard I yeah. was in Silverburn yesterday yes. A nice gentleman approached in uh, a certain fashion store And said What are you going to talk about Super Scoreboard And I don't know Was, was, was the answer the likes of things? Uh, nah, I don't <laughs> think so um, Supermarket like yourself last night yeah. Same question What are you going to talk about Super Scoreboard So here's the deal We have no idea what we're going to talk about Over the next couple of months Let's be honest But we are going to do things a little bit differently at times yes. Hopefully we can have a little bit of fun Hopefully we can take a trip down memory lane Reminisce about some of the football that's gone in the past Now that we don't have any to enjoy at the moment So bear with us We'll try and be patient with you You try and be patient with us What we are going to do Hugh yeah. Is reminisce Because we love that oh, yeah. On this show So every night at this time Until we get some football back We'll take a look at what has happened In football On this day In years gone by So starting today 
All the way back I'll let you take the furthest back one On this day mm. 1969 yeah. Celtic tweeted about it today Harry Hood Signed for Celtic Harry What a lad he was uh, Harry And I think the following year Harry scored a hat-trick Against Rangers Hamden Park League Cup And That hat-trick Was the last hat-trick Scored by a Celtic player Against Rangers Until Moussa Dembele Came along Decades after uh, Harry was a Terrific lad A, a bon vivant. I remember being at The St Andrews Sporting Club uh, Christmas do And I said to him As we Stood at the bar I said Harry Do you know you've got one brown shoe on And one black shoe <laughs> And he said What? <laughs> and he looked And he sent a taxi out To get <laughs> To get a, another shoe To trade a matching pair on He was a terrific lad Fashion advice off you, Keevans I actually eh? thought he was going to say I've got the same pair indoors <laughs> <laughs> Terrific lad Terrific football player And that was his claim to fame That hat-trick against the yeah. uh, Rangers Which stood for decades Until Moussa Dembele came along Right, that was on this day 1969 Let's bring you yeah. further forward On this day 2008 League Cup final Took place, Alex yeah, Can remember, you remember? Yeah, I do, yeah, absolutely Yeah, I think it was known as uh, The Chris Boyd uh, cup final was or not I don't know if you gave it that name or yeah, not he, he, certainly was, had yeah. a... he, he was uh, He was on the bench that day And I think he came on I don't know Around about the hour mark Scored a late um, Equaliser Against went Dundee to, United yes, Went to injury time Extra time uh, Sorry uh, Extra time And uh, I'm trying to think Who scored for Dundee United uh, The big tall guy Mark De Vries Is yes, the name you're him. looking yes, for Yes And then uh, I think Was it five minutes from the end Six minutes from the end Big Boydie popped up Got the equaliser And then obviously went to penalties Went to penalties Willow Flood went first Scored Darcheville tried to respond Missed Craig Sweet Conway dance. missed Stephen Whitaker scored De Vries and Davis both scored Robertson missed McCulloch missed Wilkie missed And Boyd scored the winning penalty There we go Hugh That was the 2008 League had. Cup final yeah, great. On this day Just a year ago If you're really yearning for some football Rangers won Kilmarnock won On this day Conor McAlini put Kelly in front at Ibrox Eros Grezda came on wow. at half time To try and save things for Rangers And Alfredo Morelos That's a question itself uh, Where's Grezda? <laughs> got a, an equaliser in the second half And I think we'll do some famous footballing birthdays On this day as well oh. uh, One a very promising young talent In the Scottish Premiership Lewis Smith of yeah. Hamilton Ackies Yes I know he's mammy and there's a couple down the road um, Theo Walcott Dominic Calvert-Lewin However Saved the best till last oh. The most important By an absolute mile Birthdays Famous worldwide Footballing birthdays On this day Give us a team Don't tell us the name Just as a wee quiz Go Gordon DL <laughs> Oh no 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 He's 58 today Tell you what, he's aging well, isn't he? You've got he's to give him doing not bad yeah. Especially now that he's embraced the grey hair and so on He's doing not bad So Dazzler, if you're listening Happy birthday yeah, there best uh, On this day We'll do that again tomorrow And for the foreseeable Until the future, uh, the football returns Let's speak to Thomas In Dilmarnock Hi Thomas How are you doing? Uh, sorry to go down The hypothetical route again It's, it's, it's the only choice like Thomas that. I know uh, Obviously I keep hearing uh, People saying Null and void is not an option and, uh, they, and I don't know why It's not an option It's got to be an option And what I'll say on that Is the I know Rangers fans are going to say because of the positions in the league, but Ali was playing a few years back when I think Celtic came to Ibrox and won a game and went eight points clear with about five games to go. And Rangers eventually won the league, the helicopter. I think it it was five points uh, with four games to go. Celtic, Celtic, absolutely. But with it proved, it's never over. And and a lot of people say the league's over. 
But as I say, it's not just about Rangers and uh, Celtic. It's always the DNA to know the other teams' hearts and that as well. And as Anne Boyd said, there the rules clearly state it's 38 games until something's decided. Now, I believe Germany has already more or less decided they are just going to scrap the league because of the seriousness of what's all taking place. And I, I know, and, and I think you're right, Alec, there doesn't need to be a decision right now. You need to wait. You need to wait on a lot of things. But there's also the thing as well, when Rangers went down a few years back, all the clubs get a vote as well. So this decision doesn't need to come down to one or two men or whatever. It can, get, it, it can come that way as well. You want the Is clubs it? to vote on who should be the champions? I'm, no, no, I'm not saying they want them to vote, but I'm just saying it doesn't need to be necessary. The decision there doesn't need to be made just now. I, I, listen, I, I love sport. See, to me, sport, you win it on merit. I believe, see if, some, if the open golf was taking place. I know it's all hypothetical, and it was halfway through it, and Tiger Woods was on a... Uh, McElroy was winning and same with Wimbledon halfway through that I, I know for a fact they players wouldn't take the trophy or wouldn't want it because and that's sometimes it comes down to that as well as I said you want to win it on merit it's no it, it should not be it's Alex said I know the horse racing scenario and this is going to happen people are saying about the TV money and stuff like that they'll sort that out with the games that's been played it also can do that. You can bet your bottom dollar. Bookmakers are only going to pay you on whatever the decisions made as well. It doesn't need to be made, but well, you you have one you have one bookmaker who frequently decides to pay out before things are finished. So it's not without precedent. However, this whole business is a legal minefield, mm. and part of the null and void scenario is that if you say, "Well, the season didn't happen." Season ticket holders are entitled to approach the club and say, well, if the season didn't happen, I want my money back. And broadcasters are entitled to say, well, we want our broadcasting fees paid back. I'm not saying Is that, that not the part you would require a little bit of understanding from whoever in these unprecedented times? Because yeah. everyone's in that boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that null and void is not going to happen. I am saying that I have been told that behind the scenes... It's not desirable It's not on For the football authorities uh, To go back to Thomas's point About a vote Football has What's known as Governing bodies Governing bodies At times like this Have to govern And if you Think that their governance Is wrong Suspect Biased Whatever Fair enough But The governing bodies Have to govern And sooner Or later they're going to have to come up with the hard and fast decision about all four leagues in the SPFL. That there is the problem, Alex. And again, I know the way it works in this part of the world, but see, actually, the, the points gap and whether Celtic could be caught or not, well, it doesn't really matter, does it? it, it uh, granted, if the, if the points were so big at the moment that it was arithmetically yeah. done, that, that's different. But yeah, whether, whether it's 13 points or one point, it actually doesn't matter because it, doesn't. it has to be the same in every division. And like I've said a number of times, Wraith Rovers are currently one point clear of Falkirk. So whatever decision goes for or against Celtic will be the same decision that goes for Falkirk or against Wraith, Wraith yeah. Rovers. So we're wasting time, quite frankly, debating whether Rangers could or could not catch Celtic. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. It doesn't matter whether it's 13 points or one point, Gordon, because the actual outcome would be the same if it was deemed that the team at the top 
And I think that's a difficulty for the teams that are actually trying to catch the leaders And uh, hence the reason why I always felt it was a 38 games would have to be played in some form or other uh, We had an earlier caller saying if it's later on in the year If that's what it takes, then there But I, I understand you have contractual agreements with Sky and so forth coming from next year And with players And with players So there's a lot of uh, kind of uncertainty around that as well The fairness of that But the one thing that is crystal clear is There's so much things going on here, Hugh yeah. That it's impossible to not upset someone yeah. Thomas and Zamarnock, thank you very much for taking us up nicely to this. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Just think, see that massive football shaped void we've all got in our lives. This might be the only chance at success you get in a week. Beat the pundit, your chance to win a signed ball if you get more questions right than Hugh Keevans or Alex Ray. It sounds simple, it's not always that simple, but I'm sure you could fancy your chances. 01419511025 and you could be playing Beat the Pundit next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Compensation you deserve. When there's been foul play, talk to Thompson's.com. Hugh Keevans is here, Alex Ray is alongside him, and we're trying our best to make sense of it all. Strange and <laughs> Turbulent times for everyone Scottish football included uh, And it's going to be a bumpy road Over the next few months But we want to stay here We want to keep you company every night We want you to keep us company And just try our best To have our football fixed together Hugh Because it's going to take It's going to take quite a bit To, to get through this It's going to be a turbulent time for people So um, I know there's not a lot of um, Fun and humour Doing the rounds at the moment Lots of people saying "Ah, It's going to be really difficult To come up with any sort of solution But I don't like that one No So you know Eventually Maybe That sort of stuff will subside And and we can move along But unlikely Uh, I think once the decision is taken Whenever that Time comes along There will be Renewed vigour To the debate Uh, But People are missing their football Because people Eat, sleep and breathe football in this city And for it not to be there For the foreseeable future uh, It's difficult for them So hopefully they're enjoying listening to football Rather than being able to watch it Yeah, so bear that in mind Over the coming weeks It will be a bit different We'll be looking at various different things To try and cover Or try and fill that void left uh, At the moment So bear with us While we try and figure it all out Let's play this though Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. Beat the Pundit will always be here. Yes. Hugh Keevans. So it'll take a lot more than this to rid the world of Beat the Pundit. Rab is in Wisher. How are you, Rab? What's happening? How are you? Not too bad at all, Rab. How's things been? Aye. Boom. Bored? Bye, boom. Aye. Missing the football? Right. There's a lot of good stuff being done here, I must admit. I noticed uh, the Scottish FA are, are showing reruns of famous Scottish Cup finals yeah. on their, their YouTube yeah. channel, um, yeah. famous Scotland games. Uh, I've noticed viral videos on uh, social media of marble racing. Um, I, I was thinking of bringing out my own correct predictions uh, video. Yeah, but then I couldn't find any. I've only just realised that still you, banned? you're still banned. Yeah. So this could be the longest ban ever. Do you want me to be honest? I was intending lifting the ban for the big game on Sunday. 
Ah. That was the plan I thought I was going to Reward you Because I know how much It meant to you And you were getting some support Free the Bears Day on one yeah. um, On Twitter I was going to lift the ban For Sunday's big game But we don't have any games So you're banned Until further notice Celtic banned me for two years You need to You need to Go, go some, some to match yeah. that yeah. Right Rob I'm going to toss the coin And see if you're taking on Hugh Keevans Or Alex Ray Or I should say I'll toss the coin As soon as producer Andy Comes through and gives me it There we go uh, heads, <laughs> heads it's Hugh Keevans Tails it's Alex Ray And it is the Bears then won Up Oy. against oh, The Wisher won Rab against Hugh So I'm going to give Hugh some Clyde too That's as he's given us the nod Rab It's just you and I You've got 30 seconds Up against Hugh And you can Pass That makes sense? Aye Let's do it Who scored the most goals For Rangers in 2020? Morelos What's the largest Sports stadium in Scotland By capacity? Uh, Murrayfield Which team has a bigger lead In their division at the moment Celtic or Dundee United Dundee United Who scored the least number of goals In the Scottish Premiership this season Pass Who was relegated from the top flight Last season Pass And who did Rangers sign Jordan Jones from Come on Okay Let's bring Hugh back Hugh can you hear us I can He was was dancing there Stevie Wonder Isn't she lovely Great Great tune You take it easy You ready? Yeah Same set of questions to you Let's go Who scored the most goals For Rangers in 2020? Uh, Morelos What's the largest sports stadium In Scotland by capacity? Celtic Which team has a bigger lead In their division at the moment Celtic or Dundee United? Celtic Who has scored the least number of goals In the Scottish Premiership this season? St Mirren Who was relegated from the top flight last season? Uh, Pass who did Rangers sign Jordan Jones from? Kilmarnock. What team did Lee Griffiths start his career with? Livy. Okay. Rob, what do you think? Even I think, maybe. Yeah, I think it's pretty close. Let's find out. Who scored the most goals for Rangers in 2020? Have you? Where have you been? Everyone's been talking about the loss of form of Alfredo Morelos and you both yeah. went Alfredo Morelos. It's Scott Arfield. Six overall. Three in the Premiership So none of you got that right What's the largest sports stadium in Scotland by capacity? Rab held his nerve Rab kept a clear mind Heard the word sport and said Murrayfield mm-hmm. And he's right You said Celtic Park ah. So you're wrong Rab goes one up Which team has a bigger lead in their division at the moment? Celtic or Dundee United? Celtic's is 13 Dundee United's is 14 Ooh. So it's Dundee United Rab goes 2-0 up oh. It's a good start But... There's life in the old dog yet Who scored the least number of goals In the Premiership this season It is St Mirren On 24 Keevans pulls one back Then it's Jordan Jones Signed from No no There's one before that uh, Sorry you both got it wrong though. Dundee were relegated yes. uh, From the Premiership Last season Rangers signed Jordan Jones From Kilmarnock You both got it 3-2 to Rab oh. Which means it all comes down To the last question Because you got there And Rab oh. didn't So you need A correct answer to take it to a tiebreaker Which team Did Lee Griffiths Start his career with You said Livingston And it is Indeed Correct Livingston Well done You take us to a tiebreaker <laughs> oh, And at the back post there <laughs> Rob not too bad at all So here's the deal We've got a tiebreaker On our hands I will Read the question I'll then tell Hugh To write his answer down And I will invite you To give me your attempt Okay Right Good man The question Is this and I don't want you taking too long Hugh This needs to be instant yeah. Hearts are currently bottom of the Premiership On how many points? Write it down, show me it quickly 
Hearts are bottom of the Premiership How many points Rab what's your attempt 23 Rab says 23 Hugh says 21 The answer is 23 oh, And Rab's yeah. got it oh, On the nose Well done Rab you've, you've got yourself a ball Rab That'll keep you going <laughs> We better keep you up In the, the lobby That's it Rab If you get too lonely Video yourself Keeping up the sign ball And you can send it in to us Thank you very much That was Rab <laughs> From Wish Good man Eight shells Take, There we go Day one Of the football lockdown And we've got a winner On Beat the Pundit Good game though It was good yeah. Good game I fancy you that enough That's what happens Alec When you spend your Saturday In a supermarket <laughs> I know And you feel I feel wrong For, for sort of moaning about it Because there are bigger problems In the world We would acknowledge that But It is murder isn't it Being without the football Although I have to say I was, <laughs> I was in a well known Furniture store um, In Brayhead yesterday Yes and, and a lady, Swedish or not uh, No not Swedish No okay oh, I, Cannot stand that place. Uh, <laughs> and a lady came up to me uh, and said, Are you should keep it. And I would never have imagined that she was a scoreboard listener, super scoreboard listener, but loves the programme. So thank you very much for your kind words yesterday, dear lady. And did she help you pick out wallpaper or... Did she leave that to you and, and Mrs. Keevens? No, you know, I was being held against my will by Lady Keevens. <laughs> I can just imagine Do you have any strong opinions on On wallpaper, furniture Or do you just do what you're told on that front? Uh, well You know There's a classic response Which is If I want your opinion I'll give you one opinion <laughs> uh, Brilliant um, Don't forget we are Hopefully closing in on some Sort of Progress with regards Where we go from here You Aoife Are meeting tomorrow So on tomorrow night's show Hopefully we'll have Something a bit different for you On, on that regard Maybe um, a suggestion of which direction we're heading in And after that, who knows Just to recap the news that you missed at the top of the show And that's that the SPFL Confirming the postponement of league fixtures in Scotland um, At the moment Issuing a relatively lengthy statement As you would expect This stuff can't be um, explained away quickly um, Officially postponing the Turnock's Caramel Wafer Cup final um, Amongst other things Referencing that UEFA um, conference call tomorrow A decision will then be taken On the William Hill Scottish Cup semi-finals And the UEFA Nations League playoff against Israel uh, That decision will be made by the Scottish FA board After that call I think it's think it's safe to say they're unlikely um, So maybe don't get your well, hopes up too much That we get to go along to those People are being advised not to fly into Europe Airplanes yeah. are being grounded right, left mm-hmm. and centre The civil aviation industry is in turmoil So... A football competition Played in a variety of countries Is a non-starter Okay Uh, Now this is affecting clubs The length and breadth of the country Big clubs, small clubs, medium-sized clubs And of course the attention around Who gets the Premiership title Gets a lot of the attention But what does it mean for some of our other clubs Clubs that might be facing a really, really Uncertain future over this Well I'm pleased to say um, Maybe not so pleased about the circumstances But Ian McMenemy Is the chairman of Stenhouse Muir And he joins us on the line At the moment Ian, how are you? Thanks for taking the time Good evening, how are you guys? Not too bad at all, Ian um, You caught my attention Because you, you, you published a statement On your website On social media today And yeah, I guess it, it sort of Opened my eyes to, to some of the, the You know, the possibilities Some of the questions That are out there at the moment How is this situation Affecting your club at the moment? It's very difficult times, like for any football club, um, regardless of what size you are, and it's all relative. If you're one of the bigger clubs, 
you know, imagine it's hundreds of thousands of pounds, but you're you're used to having a, a bigger turnover, bigger budget. If you're a smaller club, it's probably in the tens of thousands of pounds that some of these decisions and, and, and implications could affect you. But that, you know, in a relative sense, is is as much to you, if not even more, because you don't have the cash flow, you don't have the reserves. So the real issue that I have really, I, I'm I'm just looking for leadership from our own football authorities. Decisions to be made, be made quickly. So we know where we stand, so we can plan for it. Um, I'm pleased that today they've at least said when they're, they're, they're putting the, the the league campaign on hold uh, indefinitely until they, they they see where things go. Because up until today, even we didn't know if we we're playing a game on Saturday. They wouldn't tell us that, which is just ridiculous. So I just want decisions to get made to know where we are, and then we just try and see if we can get ourselves through this period. Yeah, I think your statement um, was before that of the SPFL today. So things have changed slightly. Are, are you sad? Satisfied now, or is there still more that needs to be done in terms of decision making, communicating? There's more needs to be done. Um, we, we still just need to know where we stand, not just in the terms of first team football, which I know is what you know drives a lot of people and what interests a lot of people, particularly you know a lot of the people listening to to this, I'm sure. But for clubs like Stennis Mayor, we're a very community focused club, and we have an absolutely massive community program within our football club. We have up to 500 people coming every week, and various teams at various age groups, boys and girls, all playing different sorts of teams, and that's all been put on hold as well. Um, now, thus far, we haven't had any evidence coming from the, the health professionals or from the scientific community that's saying it's time to stop, you know, kids uh, being together. Um, but for some reason, we seem to have gone beyond that advice that we've been following so far. And, and the Scottish FA has said that we're not to have those 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 uh, kids playing in, in teams anymore. So it just seems odd that you know we've got 16 players in a in one of our the, the community teams that we've been training. We're told that's not to happen anymore. But then they're off at school the next day with five, six hundred other pupils. So it's, it's not making sense at the moment. And that's another income stream for a football club. So not only is the coronavirus putting uncertainty in there, and of course, you know, that's something we've got to deal with. But I just find it disappointing that it seems that our league leaders are putting extra levels of uncertainty and extra challenges in there, both organisationally and financially. And that's the bit that frustrates me the most at the I moment. S- I suppose, though, Ian, there might be parents listening to this who would be thinking, well, actually, I would prefer if our children weren't at school So I'm glad the football's off And if the football was on I, I wouldn't be sending them anyway Do you appreciate the, the difficulty there? I absolutely do And in, in the statement I made this afternoon What I said was we, we should be empowering parents To make that decision On whether they want their child to train Now that should of course Only come after the the the, the health and scientific advice So I'll be very clear if If the scientific and health professionals say this is the time when kids are no longer to you know, be at school or no longer to, to be together, that they're to self-isolate, we're all to go to our homes, then absolutely no question from, from me at all. But that's not happened yet. Um, they're still having kids at school. They're still taking part in PE lessons together in bigger groups than we would have in our, in our uh, team's training. So that's the bit to me that's different. But if at any point a parent still wanted to take their child out of the program, that's absolutely their decision to make. In my view, is empower parents to make that decision uh, until the time comes when the health and scientific community tell us otherwise. Ian, to address the wider issue, you mentioned earlier that uh, you're looking for leadership at this time. And I, I said earlier in the programme, in football we have governing bodies and I would like to see the governing bodies govern. And we could all have an argument about the level of governance after they've taken a decision, but 
again addressing the wider issue have you got any concerns that they are taking their time over this because they don't want to offend Celtic and or Rangers that's I'm sure is right to the key of it and I know a lot of the talk even on the show earlier was, was all about you know Celtic and there's so many points they are clear but I think as you said even just 5-10 minutes ago it's not just that it's the it's the race situation one point above Falkirk so um, it's difficult and I understand it's difficult but I do feel that there's just this hesitancy to make a decision and it's because of, of, of the interests of maybe a couple of clubs rather than taking an interest for, for all of football and I, I, I totally agree with where you're coming from I, I think you know, we we have a set of rules. We have a constitution. Um, we we have a way that we reach decisions. Sometimes it's not the most democratic. Certainly within the league, it's not democratic. In the Scottish FA, perhaps it's a little bit more democratic. But we have a, a constitution that we're all part of at the moment. If we want to change that, we can work to change that at the right appropriate times. But at the moment, we have that constitution which guides us and. Therefore, the authorities make the decisions. And if we don't like those, then yet there could be legal challenges or whatever else, and that will just have to play out. But I think we, re- we need the, the authorities to make the decision. I was very disappointed even the other day when um, you know, Thursday night we said we were just going to carry on, and then Friday night it wasn't until the Premier League and the English Football League made their decisions that we then just seem to be hanging on the coattails of them making their decisions. Well, I want to see decisions made by our authorities that are in the interest of Scottish football not falling on the coattails of any other league in any part of the, the nation. Do you suspect that if somebody makes a decision on Liverpool, that somebody in Scotland will make a decision on Celtic the following day? I think that they're... they're, they're, they're sitting back waiting for either UEFA to make the decision for them or for the English Premier League to make the decision for them and Liverpool will be the, the I think the centre point there I think they're waiting for somebody else to, to find them the exit strategy almost to get out of this um, now it's a lot to bear on their shoulders and I don't envy them for it um, it's, a, it's a tough one that there is no right and there is no wrong people have opinions but there is no real solution that you can absolutely say that's 100% the right one and you're wrong they're all they all have their merits and they all have their problems but we just need the decisions made and we need that surety if this was to to somehow magically go to you know a vote of every single club Ian and you were given the choice that this season cannot continue that's that's not an option and you either null and void or you award the league placings as they stand what would your take be yeah I mean I'd, I'd have to speak to my board but, but just hypothetically as we're speaking here if it came down to, to, to me making that call um, my 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 guts always said I'd like to see the season played out, but if we let our head, you know, step in for a minute, I can't see any circumstances that we're going to get this played out. We're talking ten to fourteen weeks before, as we're steadily reaching towards peak of this, this this illness, so we're not going to have the time to play it out. So I, I think that, that the decision's kind of there already. It's 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 going to stop. I don't think we'll kick another ball in this season. Um, and the decision really is between does it stop and it's not a case of null and void. I keep saying that null and void and that's the kind of legal argument people are putting forward. It's not null and void. The season did take place but we're just not awarding any, any placings on the back of it. Um, that's one solution is that, is that that's what happens or do they award you know, teams going up and down promotion relegation? Um, I don't think that one, the latter, uh, awarding promotion relegation is is the fair way to go about it? Is my own my own feeling because, you know, fixtures working in cycles. Like for example, Stennis Muir, we've just had perhaps or we're, we are just going through a tough 
cycle of fixtures for us when we're playing the teams at the top of the division and the ones that you're just hoping to get some some points from and you know full well at that point you're going to be losing ground on people around about you because they're playing teams around about ourselves but we were banking on the fact that we were about to go into the next phase of our fixture calendar which was when we were going to be playing teams that we would be picking up points because it was teams who are all around about us and anything can happen on those days and that's when we hope to pick up points so everybody works in those cycles so therefore you can't just say that you know because somebody is one point behind one point before depending where they are in that fixture calendar they might have been banking on their their next round of fixtures being the good ones that would propel up the table so it'd be very unfair to draw uh, a, a line under that and just say you're getting relegated uh, for those reasons OK that was Ian McMenemy the Stenhouse Muir chairman Ian thank you very much for taking the time to join us like we said all the the, the issues the arguments about the top of the yeah. premiership it's important to try and bear in mind what's happening across the divisions at smaller clubs that have got serious battles ahead so thank you to Ian for taking uh, time out and explaining his side of things to us let's take a breather and you two better sharpen your minds because I've got a good full time teaser coming up for you next Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Road Accident Solicitors the compensation you deserve when you've been sidelined talk to thompsons.com it's time for Alex Ray and Hugh Keevans yes. to team up at a safe distance of course let's not be reckless here but they're going to team up and try their best to come up with the answers to tonight's full-time teaser. It's quite a simple one, I think. It's a of well, it's, it's simple in the sense that you're only looking for eight answers, so you, you won't be here as long as you usually are. Uh, big thank you to Ryan Preston, who has sent tonight's question in, and I don't mean to, to make light of what is a, clearly a very serious situation, so please forgive me, but if you're in the house... You've got a bit of time in your hand. Why not make up some full-time teasers? Send them in and you can hear them on the show. Full-time at Clyde1.com. That's full-time at Clyde1.com. So, tonight's is this from Ryan. Since the start of the Premiership era, that's 13-14 onwards, eight... That was Bannockburn, was it not? 2013-14. Eight non-Scots have scored a Premiership hat-trick for Celtic or Rangers. Belly. <laughs> That's the quickest answer ever. You try again before Hugh said it. You you knew he was going. He just went in on his mouth there because he mentioned Harry Hood earlier, didn't he? Yes. And we actually had a tweet on that. In fact, Robbie Patterson tweeted at the time and he said Dembele's hat trick in 2016 was accomplished with a header, left foot, and right foot, with Harry Hood doing the exact same thing in 1973. He said. There you go. Uh, right, Dembele. Any more? Adam Rooney. For Celtic or Rangers? Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, Ed Boyd. Ward. Edward, yes Chris Boyd Non-Scots <laughs> You're making me work for this Sorry, tonight Sorry um, um, What about um, 2013 So So it's a Premiership hat-trick By a non-Scot For Celtic or Rangers You've got Marcel Dembele Odds and Edward No, actually no, he's got, I think he's got some in the cups Yeah Non-Scots Jeez oh I'm hitting my boy as well um, Right I need a bit of time Okay I can give you that time What about Rogic? No Alright I'll give you time Brad is on Twitter as well uh, He says Anne Budge is so right To take this to task Financially hearts are down A million plus Just for income lost in April At the blink of an eye Even more serious ramifications If they accept relegation With only 30 games played well, Says it, Brad it, It's a, an obvious Legal case to bring uh, and this is why um, Neil Doncaster and all at the SPFL are taking their time and deliberating because 
It's an obvious case to bring And Rangers Obviously have a case by saying All 38 games have to be played surely uh, But we are in Extraordinary times uh, The Prime Minister spoke today In a way that Would convince me That football is off the agenda For a long time to come In the United Kingdom uh, And something has to be done And the SPFL And the SFA Have to negotiate their way Through the trickiest situation In 150 years Of organised football in this country Did you think Hugh When you got to your 70th year Your What is it 50th in, in journalism Yeah 50 years Yeah. I mean this is I think it goes without saying Miles away from anything We've oh, yeah. ever experienced before yeah. And that goes back to what we said People from the outset Pretend that they're understanding And they say Do you know what There's really no easy outcome But as soon as they hear The suggestions They get very angry And say yeah. Yeah, But I don't like that version I, I fully understand That whatever decision is taken It will cause outrage uh, In certain quarters uh, I just think that We are in the midst of Global tragedy we are witnessing thousands, literally thousands of people losing their lives. Let's sort out this domestic squabble and figure out how we reconvene as a football nation. But let's do it quickly. Let's try and get it over and done with and let's get on with the rest of our lives. The only problem is though, can you? I understand in an absolute ideal world But Brian sent a tweet And he says The point is This is a wicked problem It's very difficult To lead in such problems The only solution Is to continue to collaborate And ask questions To try and progress To a solution I, I get why we want Clarity Communication But do we really need A decision today Tomorrow What, 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 what does it serve, serve Other than Because you say you know, Sort out this domestic squabble But maybe In the midst of everything That's going wrong cool in the heads. world We need to suck up Our domestic squabble And just wait until such times As it can be dealt with Appropriately uh, yeah, I fully understand that However There has to be advice Given to the football authorities uh, Regarding When it is possible For this country to be restored to normal life And I don't think that day is anywhere near Let's speak to William who's in Paisley And he's a Partick Thistle fan You would be one of the teams Very, very interested in the outcome of this, William Yeah, panel uh, First time caller here Thanks for taking You're my welcome. call Pleasure What it is, is We are bottom of the league at the moment With only two points of difference As I heard you saying to the first caller We are game in hand as well the reason for that game in hand is because we get further in the cup mm -hmm. uh, and other teams never saw our game has to be postponed. So if we win that game, we're no longer bottom. But if the league finishes like this, we automatically will go down if they, they, they decide that it's going to go where people go up, people go down, whatever the scenario is, when we can still catch two, maybe three teams above us in a good run. It's a, it's a great point Absolutely, Alex Because yeah. I, I get And I'm repeating myself here I know people are interested In Celtic and Rangers And even Hearts to an extent But above all that That's arguably yes. The most ridiculous situation At the moment Is, is Partick yeah. Thistle They've played a game less How on earth Could you relegate a team Who's not played The, the same, same amount, amount of games As the rivals How I could think, you do that I think that's when it becomes uh, Murky Gordon And unfair uh, And I know there's no fairness Within this whole thing Because no one could predict this William's absolutely right Imagine you were a Partick Thistle fan Sat there The people behind the scenes They've ploughed fortunes in the last couple of years And it hasn't quite worked for them They have appointed a new manager Get rid of the old manager 
And they have thrown the kitchen sink at it And to go down under them circumstances That doesn't sit right with me They talk about sporting integrity This doesn't sit right with me I mean Hugh Whilst we're in the business of throwing out wild hypotheticals I mean that, that that's bad enough But just imagine Because it's possible We're, we're talking about You know the, the, the same logic here it, Imagine a situation where Thistle were one point Away from safety But had three games in hand Four games in hand that, That's entirely possible yeah. How could How how could you relegate a team in that situation? I understand your bemusement. However, at the end of the day, a decision on issues involved in Partick Thistle and many other clubs, a decision is going to have to be taken. And that's why they are taking their time over it because they realise the various pitfalls and the minefield and all the rest of it. But bottom line, one day, whether it is sooner or later, a decision is going to have to be made. Sum up how you're feeling at the moment, William. I know it certainly looks like it would be extremely unfair. Is there a part of you that, that fears that that genuinely could be the outcome? Yeah, if the, my worry as well is if we go down, what happens to us as a club? Do we go part-time? Is everything that we've built over the last couple of years going to be absolutely destroyed with us? Uh, it's a massive worry for all Thistle fans from what I'm reading on the, the Thistle forums and stuff as well as that our club could be in big, big danger here if this decides that we do go down Well, many clubs will be in financial danger uh, because of the situation which has arisen but, you yeah, know, but, not, but ma- not many clubs have relegation added to that though You know, the, the yeah. clubs that are in financial difficulties because they don't have cash flow and they don't have people coming through the gates but there's only a certain handful that will have salt rubbed into those wounds by relegation. But again, I have to invite William and everyone else to just look about them. This United Kingdom is in turmoil because of a global tragedy. We are dealing with something or attempting to deal with something that would have been beyond their comprehension six months ago. And the football authorities, I'm sure, detest the position that they have been left in However, they are the governing bodies They will now need to govern They will need to take decisions that will impact In a variety of ways on a variety of clubs And this is the beauty of teams like Partick Thistle though Ian Because there's no, there's no suggestion of bias There's no suggestion of favouritism That the head of the Scottish FA, Ian Maxwell, would, would look after you If this was other teams, Hugh, we would be rife with accusation, counter-accusation This is way <laughs> beyond... Uh, I'm not being Ian, entirely serious Ian, by the way Ian Maxwell uh, Showing bias towards Partick Thistle Or anybody else showing bias towards anybody I have every sympathy with them The people in Scotland do not believe in The leaders of our game They look at uh, serial mistakes being made uh, However, they're stuck with this They have my sympathy But one day A call Will have to be made Gordon do you know They still have to play Queen of South as well uh, And one of the yep. fixtures So you know there, there is so many factors Within this Yeah I think And to be fair though William I don't think anyone isn't Keeping everything crossed For the resumption of football And the fact that We, we get to squeeze them in The reason we're having These discussions Is in case we can't Because it looks increasingly uh, Like we can't But I take it William You would be the same As everyone else That if possible Just get them played At a later date if we can, I know that that's maybe not going to be possible. But yeah, every every Thistle fan I think is praying for that. Also, I think that uh, Aberdeen are praying for that as well with that Europa League up for place with them in Motherwell. 
Obviously, they'd want to finish third. Motherwell want to finish third. I think they'll be very harshly done by as well. It's not just the top two teams in Glasgow that are going to be done by. I feel there's a lot of teams out there going to suffer from it because, you know, with Europa League, there's more and more money. Motherwell need it, Aberdeen need it. So they're both going to fight for that third place as well as us. Yeah, and I wonder if that's partly what we could maybe get a bit of light shed on tomorrow, Hugh, with this meeting of UEFA. Um, I'm, not, I'm not entirely sure of the exact um, remit, if you like. You that. can, you can. But I wonder if you know if if is that the point where they decide you know about who qualifies for the European spots or perhaps they delay European club competition or or something. You know maybe for there'll me, be something tomorrow which moves for me, things. There's only one course of action open to them. They have to move the tournament back by a year because no, no, I wasn't talking about the Euros. I mean like you know Europa League, Champions League next year. Yeah. Well, we've heard the suggestion that they might try and. Play it in one particular city Over a five day period uh, Again They must govern And they will Take a decision uh, Because they need to take A quick decision On that particular issue I think Ian and Cumbernauld Wants to pick up on that point In a few moments So we'll leave it there Thank you very much uh, To William William It was the first time You've given us a call So please uh, feel free mm. To stay in touch Over the coming weeks Thanks very much panel Cheers Good man everybody. That was William and Paisley you two have got work to do yes. on tonight's teaser. Ryan says, can you name the eight non-Scots who've scored a Premiership hat-trick for Celtic or Rangers? So that's since 13-14 season. You've got Moussa Dembele and Odson Edouard. Georgi Samaras. Oh, yes. Help me. Um, Johansson? No. Um, Stokes? Yes. I've got another one here. Kyle? Did he, no. No. Four Gary. down, four to go yes. Gary Hooper? No Wow Four down, four to go We'll get them next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors The league leader for compensation Talk to Thompson's.com Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard The home stretch for Hugh Keevans and Alex Ray They are 50% of the way there I mean... The thing is Hugh If the show was to end now You've got 50% of the answers Would you be declared Full time teaser Winners or not Would it have to Would it be null and void <laughs> Would we have to come back Later on in the year That's a hypothetical question Right I'll give you another answer Josh Windass That's your best answer of the night Well done right. Josh Windass Why Why con? No Are you sure? Uh, Joey, <laughs> Joey Gardner No Candias Nope Move on Three, three to go, have we? Three left. Three non-Scots to score a hat trick in the Premiership for Celtic or Rangers. So it must be since the start of the 2013-14 season. Let's speak to Ian, who is a Rangers fan from Cumbernauld. Hi, Ian. Hi, guys. How are we doing? Not Good too bad, Ian. Ian. Not bad at all. How are you? Ah, uh, very well, thank you. Very well. Good man. It's more so just to ask a, a question, really, with regards to each of the leagues in Europe. Who? Does each league, like so the SFA, do they have the final say on what we do? Or would UEFA have authority or clout to say, for example, obviously every every league must finish by a certain date to get the qualifiers for the UEFA and the Champions League. So will they put a date in place and say, you must make a decision by this date or your country can't enter the UEFA Cup or the Champions League? How much of that would be? Yeah, I think there's certainly going to need to be some sort of guidance from UEFA. The only thing is, Ian, my understanding is that well, they, they will meet tomorrow. That's everyone's understanding. But I think what's clearly going to be top of 
the agenda, Hugh, mm. is what they do with this season's Europa League and this yeah. season's Champions League. Rangers played one leg of of a of a Europa League. There's, yeah. there's still one leg outstanding. Then the rest of this tournament. I saw the story yesterday yourself, um, that you mentioned. I think it was it was in the Telegraph amongst others that said. They were looking to perhaps combine the Champions League semi-finals and final over a four-day period in Istanbul and would do something similar with the Europa League in Gdansk, if they can. So mm. that makes me think, Alec, that the absolute yeah. priority, first of all, is this season and then worry about next season somewhere down the line. Yeah, it's just trying to fit it in, Gordon. I'm just looking, uh, as Ian says there, about the, the Spanish League queue, just out yeah. of curiosity. One point between Barcelona, or two points rather, uh, between Barca and Real Madrid. Level on uh, games You see you know. Real life intervenes here uh, In Italy Nearly 2,000 people Have lost their lives And uh, football Is the last thing On anyone's mind there The country is in Complete lockdown You ever have to Understand And appreciate What's going on there Spain is headed In that direction mm-hmm. Country going into lockdown So th- These are Unbelievable problems That they have to solve And uh, some of them may not be able to be solved at this particular time because real life has intervened and people cannot leave their homes in Italy and in Spain. On a wider note, Ian, if we're talking about intervention from UEFA or guidance from UEFA, how happy or unhappy would you be, Ian, for them to decide what we do with our domestic leagues? Um, I mean... I think, I mean, being realistic, I don't think Rangers are going to catch Celtic. So I would, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be upset if they awarded them the league. But if you look at the, the rest of the standings in the mid table, the, the lower end of the table, the lower leagues, it's just not fair to, to call it. So I mean, I would be happy for UEFA to come in and say, here's the date, but then for each light league individually to then make a decision. Is it possible to play the games by that date? If not, then make a decision whether it's null and void or as it stands. But there needs to be there needs to be a date for them to say right. The, the either, either that or they cancel the Champions League then, or that if a country says right, we want to play in September, just the SFA say right, we'll we'll continue to play in September. But the English Premier League says no, we're just going to call it null and void or award badges. So everybody needs to kind of be unanimous on that to be able to then continue with next season's UEFA Cup and Champions League. Otherwise, that's all up in here because everybody's leagues all staggered then. And yeah. then how do you pull it back into an even kilter? Yeah, Ian is bang on the money here. It's the, the possibilities, the number of unanswered questions at the moment is yeah. because. It is a complicated just like a, it's a jigsaw you know Ian's absolutely right how how could our league really make a decision at the moment if the, on, if on places you know and, and who would be qualifying for European competition when they don't even know if or when said European competition will take place yeah um, I'm, I'm afraid real life has intervened and uh, real life leaves us in a tragic position and if you have to cancel the Champions League and the Europa League, so what? There are 6,000 people dead. So what? You have to cancel it for that particular season because of what UEFA itself describes as force majeure, meaning virtually an act of God. If you have to do away with the two competitions for this season, then that just has to be the way of it, I'm afraid. 
Yeah, absolutely. Listen, I think as as you say, Hugh, there, there are so many factors here, and I think tomorrow will be interesting to see whether they're going to do away with the Champions League and the Europa League. It yeah. may well give a little bit of space, a little bit of leeway. But I think the the, the caller in makes a valid point in terms of some sort of cut off date, so that a decision has to be made, so this doesn't wrangle on for weeks and weeks and weeks. Uh, and then obviously you have to take the medical side of things as well. But um, I can't see you getting played before months down the line. Thank you very much, Ian and Cumbernauld. Very level-headed approach uh, to round things off. That was Ian um, on the line. We are on Twitter, mighty well, 1886. <laughs> I like this guy already. He says, uh, well, I haven't read the point yet though. Um, Crown all those top of the league as winners. No relegation for any team. Bring up two from each league. Then the following season, three down, one up. And it levels out the leagues again over two seasons. That's what I said to you earlier on. I mean, at the end of the day, a, a call will have to be made. We can't come back to this 10 weeks from now and say, well, we've had a good think about it, but we're still not sure. There, there, there has to be the size of management, uh, whether it's at UEFA level, SFA or SPFL. And there will be arguments There will be ferocious arguments No matter what is decided However The first rule is In order to move forward You only have to take the first step And A complete guess I must admit Not really basing this on On any particular knowledge Or, or insight Alex But I would imagine Restructuring of leagues Is Not particularly desirable I, I would imagine The football authorities Will want to try and arrive at some sort of solution Even if it's an unpopular one Without Restructuring leagues That's yeah. quite a big thing to do and, and, and fans Because this And this is Let's be honest This all stems from A desire among certain fans In Scotland To see a bigger league anyway yeah. So they think Ah oh, great Great opportunity Just add some teams But Various complications TV yeah, contracts How many old yeah. firm games Would you be left with uh, Yeah so that, Listen I think the old firm uh, Will dominate that Particular argument Gordon Because Sky have not signed up To this deal to reduce the the showpiece games and uh, then it goes back to that point where you know <laughs> I think Inverness are second in the championship you know a couple, couple of points below that you've got Aaron uh, Maltim Dundee still breathing down their neck you think is that is that fair because of the way it finishes with games in hand listen whatever way you go off listen I'm not I'm not envious of these guys that have got to make this decision I'm not envious of you three uh, you two because you have to come up with three more answers on tonight's full time teaser thank you to Ryan Preston for sending in please keep your questions coming it's going to be a long few months without the football so let's get our teeth into these teasers full time at Clyde1.com that's the address you need we're looking for three more non-Scots who've scored a hat-trick for Celtic or Rangers in the Premiership so since the 13-14 season I think we need to uh, well I need to uh, oh, yeah. clue uh, okay the one Celtic one Scored a lot of goals For Celtic over the last couple of seasons He's not there anymore And he is English uh, That silence is not good No I was going to say I mean if you're talking Big uh, You know Important Celtic goal scorers Of the last few years You've named Dembele You've named Edward He's the other one Really Non-Scottish Not there anymore Larson Oh No <laughs> And I mean the last like Maddie's. the last three seasons. Um, Brendan Rodgers signed him. Oh, Scott Sinclair. Sinclair. Yes, right. The two Rangers ones. When we say non-Scots, this guy's a non-Scot in football nationality. He's very much a Scotsman otherwise, but he doesn't play his international football for Scotland. Yeah, so um, he plays it for Canada. Arfield, Scott Arfield. And what about his teammate? 
English teammate Scorer of many goals Across his career His English teammate um, Whose initials are <laughs> JD Defoe Jermaine Defoe Well done That's not really a well done Poor effort if you ask me Thank you Alex <laughs> Ray And Hugh Keevans No football at the moment But we're going to stay here For the foreseeable And hopefully We can all enjoy Our football fix together So please join us Tomorrow night from 6 With Roger Hanna And Gordon DL And Callum Gallagher Is up next Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, the form team for compensation for more than 40 years. Talk to Thompson's.com.